Hey, I'm back. Episode two of 2022. I'm Tony. I'm <laughs> Anyway, this is Kaya with No Spot Kaya, the podcast, and this is where we foster healthy bonds in children through the relationship between parent and child. And of course, now we are also adding into that teachers, principals, therapists, any other adults involved in children's lives, um, particularly minority children, black children, because there is just not enough care about what they face and what they go through and how we deal with them, how we work with them, how we speak about them. I wanted to talk a little bit today about um, some of the rejections that I hear when it comes to mindful parenting and when it feels like it's not working. I hear it all the time that we tried that. It didn't work. And it's like, well, how long did you try it? <laughs> a lot of times it's only been, you know, a week, two weeks, a month. And that's really just not enough time. So let's kind of break this down a little bit. Um, If your child, however old they are, they have been taught directly or indirectly how to respond to you. And I want to start there because that's one of the biggest things that I hear is my children do not respond to that. They only respond to yelling and screaming. Well, that's because that's what you taught them to respond to. So if you don't give them a chance to respond to that softer, more mindful parenting style and give them a chance to learn it, they won't. If a child is five years old, that's still pretty young, and they're still pretty impressionable at the age. But a lot of times by two years old, that's when you start talking to them a little bit crazy. And um, whatever you have done up to that point is already there. So if you take an infant, they learn. So in in the therapy counseling world, It's called attachment styles, which ultimately boils down to an infant learning, can I depend on others to meet my needs that I have? So there are four different attachment styles. They're secure, which is absolutely phenomenal, which means they know that they can depend on you, that when they call, you come. Um, P.S. There's no such thing as spoiled infant. Spoil baby. That's not how that works. Um, But (laughs) that's just a little side note. There's no such thing. Now, there's also anxious, anxious avoidant, and disorganized. And those develop according to how the parent shows up. So if you have one parent that whenever their baby cries, I show up, I know what the need is. I'm able to fairly quickly figure out the need and meet it. And I do that consistently, secure attachment all day. If I have a parent that 
say it's addicted to substances and it's often distracted by substance use, sleeping at odd times of the day, doesn't hear me when I cry, when they come, sometimes they are loving and very positively responsive. Other times they are grouchy and yelling and babies can really feel that energy, right? So that has already started when they were an infant. Knowing what your energy is, how you feel about them, how you respond to them, all that begins at the very, very beginning. Okay? So then as they get older, if you yell all the time, that's what they're going to respond to. So now they're 13, hormonal, got all kinds of stuff going on. And they're used to you yelling at them. When you try to switch it up, they're not, they don't even hear that. And they're like, What's going on? Why? Why she do that? Okay, she must not be serious. I know she's serious when she's yelling. Because that's what I have been taught. Right? So I'll give you a couple examples of that. Number one, my mom, sometimes when I call her, she does not hear me. I can say, mom, 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 a million times and she won't hear a darn thing. But when I say Stacy, I can say Stacy quieter than I said mom. And she's going to turn around and look at me. But how did I learn that? <laughs> I tested it out and it worked. So now I know if I'm calling her by the title that she has been given uh, and she's not answering, I can call her by her first name. And she's going to turn around. You learn how your parents respond to you. Right? So, another example. Children do things for a purpose. I know we like to believe, oh, they just did that just to be doing it. But the majority of the time, if you really take a look at what is really going on around, there is a purpose to every behavior. In children and adults. So maybe they only get attention from you when they are engaging in negative behaviors. So if when they're doing positive things, they never get any praise, you don't give them rewards because you feel like that's just what they're supposed to do, all of that, and you ignore it. But then when they exhibit negative behaviors, you're all on it and you're giving them all the attention, they'll be like, oh, that's what I need to do. And I've worked in the school system for several years, and I told parents all the time, if you start spending more time with them, praising their positive behaviors, this behavior will change. It will go away. It it will go away. Majority of the time. Because it is to get your attention. And a lot of parents are like, they just doing that for attention. So give it to them. <clears throat> and I think I've said that probably on about three episodes now. Give them that attention. Why are you starving them 
For what? And we're going to talk about power and ego and control in just a second. Because that's exactly what it is. You don't want to give it to them for whatever crazy reason. So you're choosing not to. But in that, you are feeding the negative behavior. And ultimately, that is what is going to grow. So if you take the time, sometimes those negative behaviors, you can ignore that. But it it takes a lot of will and strength to be able to do that. Uh, I am a firm believer in natural consequences, which means that, okay, I've warned you once that stove is hot. You want to keep touching it. Well, when you get burned, I'll see you then. And I'll bandage you up and I'll give you all the love and hugs and kisses because natural consequences doesn't mean that I have to ignore that you are in pain. It just means that's how you learn today. If I told you, tie your shoes before you ride your bike outside, you didn't listen then your shoestring got caught up in the pedals, and so you fail, that is a natural consequence. Now, the thing is, natural consequences can be a consequence on its own. You don't always have to pile things up, but we'll talk about that another day. So basically, you are teaching them, this is what I respond to. Because I can call parents all day and tell them, your child is so good. They... You know what, when I saw them in the hallway, they were walking with their class, had, you know, the finger in the bubble, hugging the bubble, like, so good. I was so proud of them. And, oh, okay, thank you. When it's something negative, oh, you'll get to the school real fast. But what are you teaching them? Even if you... If the time that you are spending with them is yelling at them, they still have your attention. They still have you. And it, as an adult, it doesn't sound logical. It doesn't. But to a child who is still growing and developing and learning about the world and how it works, that's how they're learning is what you model. What you model is way more important than what you say. I know Parents all over the world have been saying forever, do what I say, not what I do. But that's how we learn. It's watching. Right? So we have to be careful about that and make sure, number one, give them time and grace to readjust to this new life that you are introducing. It probably is best for you to sit down and have a conversation when things are calm. Hey. This is what we're going to start doing. It's going to be uncomfortable for everybody. Change always is. Every time. But I believe that this will make our family better and greater in the end. So this is what we're going to stick with. And these are the expectations. And you can definitely allow them to speak their expectations as well. But you have to be willing to listen. So, give them patience and grace. Their little brains are still growing. I had somebody call me out one time because I often say children are smarter than they than we like to give them credit for. 
they notice a lot more. They take on a lot more of our emotions than we think. And a lot of times they're listening when we think they're not. But at the same time, I will also say, but they're still growing and developing and learning because they are. Both are true at the same time. One does not exist without the other. They are still learning. They are still growing. But during that learning process, they learn a lot and they learn quickly. But there may also have to be some repetition when you are learning something new. Think about being on a new job. And the trainer has showed you 50 times how to do this task. And you are still struggling. What makes a difference is how patient is this trainer with me? Can I feel confident? If the trainer is like, dang, you still don't have this yet? I'm still having to show this to you? Your confidence level is going to go down. Your self-esteem is going to go down. And it's going to be even harder for you to learn. If the trainer says, it's okay, I know. You're getting better. You're getting it. We'll work together. It's going to be fine. You're doing a great job. Your confidence and your self-esteem goes up and you do better and you learn it faster. Right? So these are the same concepts that we have to use with children. So give it patience, grace, and time. Model the behaviors that you want to see. Have a conversation with them. And the one y'all love to hate me for is relinquish control. Relinquish power. I know. It's hard. But here's the thing. The more that you try to control, the more you are going to lose control. You are going to create sneaky children. And they're never going to trust you or come to you about anything. Um, a lot of parents enjoy their children fearing them. I've never agreed with that. I don't get it. Why would you want them to fear you? And most people will say, because then they will listen. They will think of me before they do something stupid. Yeah, okay. But if you build a relationship, they'll do that. Fear does not equal respect. And respect is always going to get you a whole lot further. Because if I fear you, that's going to build resentment. Because eventually you recognize I should not be treated this way. I shouldn't have to be getting yelled at and stuff like this. Like So then the rebellion starts, right? Um, <laughs> a friend of mine who I actually have had a lot to do with her children as they were growing up, when they were a little bit younger, posted what her rules are for 2022. And I was like, you told them what? <laughs> One of the rules was if I have to repeat myself something, like it just was like, I'm not going to repeat myself. This is the rules. This is it. Da, 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 da. You could tell her kids had nothing to do with making the rules. 
Now, a lot of people do not believe that kids should be a part of making the rules. But when they're able to help and contribute, they also take ownership. When they take ownership, they are much more likely to do what you are asking. And when they don't do it, you can always bring it back to them. You created this rule. This is what you said you was going to do. Right? You keep your word. That's one of the rules. And this is what you said you was going to do. It's not what I told you to do. So bringing, and that also teaches responsibility, um, keeping that word, all those different kinds of positive characteristics as well. As long as you're doing it in a mindful way and not harmful. So my thing was, why are you doing that? You sound like a dictator. That's what you sound like. And a dictator is never going to get respect and they will never listen to you. And she said, we've tried it that way. Your kids are all under 16. How long did you try it? And what else did you implement? And taking away, saying that I better not have to repeat myself induces fear. And when you are scared, Do you perform to your best or to your worst? To your worst. When you are fearful, when you are calm and relaxed and feel like, you know, someone believes in you and your self-esteem is up, you perform much better. Just like the example of work I gave in learning a new task. So it's like, There's no room for mistakes, but you as a parent make mistakes. Sometimes your boss has to tell you something more than once. Sometimes you have to tell yourself more than once. How many times have you been in a situation that you swore you would never be in again? How many times? Because we are always learning, and growing. So you're expecting this high caliber of performance from your children that you can't even give yourself as an adult. So make it make sense. It doesn't. So I think she was a little offended because I said you sound like a dictator, not a leader. And she's like, well, I'm being a leader. Okay. If if that's what you think of yourself, great. But I guarantee you, <clears throat> that's not going to work. Because you are leaving absolutely no room for any mistake or anything. And it's not that you want to set your kids up for mistakes, right? You want to try to prevent them. But if it's a mistake, it you really can't. And it was just the way that it was worded. And she was so proud of it. And this is the way it's going to go. Okay. 
when they rebel on you, come back and we'll talk about it and I'll help you through it. And I posted on my Instagram the other day, like, a lot of people say, oh, if you don't have kids, don't tell me how to parent. But here's the thing. And yes, I did have a teenager for six months um, that I was fostering. Um, things happen uh, as she was adjusting. And it was really the state's decision um, to remove her. But really, six months is not any time for a teenager to adjust with someone they didn't truly know, right? And she was so used to things going such a certain way, which is why I say you have to have patience and grace with them as they learn to adjust and adapt to this new way. Um, she was so used to being in a home where she was controlled and every little thing was the devil that here it was more difficult and she was waiting on me to be that other person so she kept testing and trying and pushing I was like no I'm not I can't say that I didn't make any mistakes because I did but that also is why I can come back with even more conviction and say no this this is what works we have a great relationship and so aside from that because a lot of people will say oh that doesn't count either or <laughs> whatever <laughs> um six months of parenting is parenting <laughs> but anyway so but the thing is whether I have birthed children or not whether I am a foster parent adoptive parent step parent whatever I also have been a child and was a product of my environment I had a father, have a father, that was very controlling and loved to prove that he was the one in power, right? So as a result, <laughs> you have me, who was suicidal at 12, wanting to end my own life because of that situation. And it, it, it wasn't a cop-out. I know a lot of people like feel that way. No, it was because I could not deal with it anymore. I felt like they hated me. Right? So, on top of that, depression, anxiety, struggles to communicate still. Even with me being a therapist, I can communicate with other people um, when it's about someone else, when it's about one of my clients. But when it comes to advocating for myself, standing up for myself, those skills, they don't really, they exist now because I've been working really hard on it, but it's been tough. And there's a lot of situations that I still continue to struggle with because of it. Um, that trauma has brought itself up in relationships, whether that's friendships, romantic relationships, working relationships, it shows up. So, no, I may not have birthed a child, but I am a product of that kind of parenting. And I know what kind of damage it did to me. 
even into adulthood, I was still suicidal. I still deal with depression. I still get anxious. I still struggle speaking with my supervisors because I feel like I'm in trouble. So that's why I say mindful parenting is thinking beyond today. What kind of person am I creating? I see a lot of parents that want to take on, um, they want to claim that role of, oh, I brought you in this world and da 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 da. Well, but what kind of human are you creating? What kind of adult will this child become? Because of the way that you have spoken to them, interacted with them. Because you do that. So now they become an adult. They have to go to therapy and unlearn all those things. I still am unlearning so much and learning new ways to do things. And it's hard and it sucks and it hurts so much. So being mindful is not just soft and letting your kids run all over you. That's not what mindful parenting is. Mindful parenting is thinking of how your interactions with them is going to affect them in the future. What will it make them think about themselves? What will it make them think about the world? How will it teach them to interact with other people and with themselves? And those are the things that you have to think about. Um, so what to do when those things get hard? <laughs> I'm going to teach you that. <laughs> I have a mindful parenting challenge coming up. Um, and I'm going to teach you those skills. Until then, I would like for you to connect with me. On social media at Notes by Kaya on everything. And feel free to DM me. You can also email me at podcast at notesbykaya.com and I can answer your question on the podcast or answer it in the email if you would like. Um, specify which one you want. Uh, be sure to get on my email list at notesbykaya.com um, and that way you will have a first look at the challenge and what it all what all it entails and you'll be first on the list to sign up. Uh, I typically will announce things to my email list before I do to any social media or anything. So um y'all are kind of getting this first actually, but <laughs> yeah, make sure you sign up for my email list so that you know when it is time to sign up for that because this is important. I believe in this 1000%. I've used it with my own. I've used it with my students and it makes a difference. My students are comfortable talking to me and telling me things that they haven't told anybody else 
because of the way that I present with them, because I am mindful about my interactions with them. Do I mess up? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Because that's part of human nature, and that's why you can't expect your children to never mess up. But, um, yeah. So, thank you guys for listening. I hope that you learned something. I know that this is not easy work. I know that. Um, and I will never act as if it is not. It is hard on everybody until you really get in the groove of things. But that's why I'm here to help you. Um, and I do have one-on-one coaching available if you would like. In those sessions, I typically have, depending on the age of the child, the parent and the child, parents, plural if possible, and the child or children in the session. And really, it is about coming to an understanding hearing each other out and figuring out what the needs are of the entire family. Because a lot of times what happens is I have the parent, the child, the child feels like my parent doesn't listen to me. They don't care about this, 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 this. They're always yelling at me. They're always doing this. And the parent is focused on what the child is not doing. They're not cleaning their room. They're not making great grades. They're talking back. They're doing this. They're doing that. They're not being respectful. And I come in the middle and bring the two of you together or all of you together, however many it is, and we figure it out. And all my families are are really grateful for that process. Um, so if you're interested in that, shoot me a DM or go to my website, nosebykaya.com and sign up for a call. Um, you can also do that in my DMs on social media, regardless of platform and we can do this. Okay. I got you. Uh, thank you again so much for listening. Be sure to check the description for any links. And I will talk to you soon. Bye.